Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Final segment of the program today. Uh, I, I've been holding on to this story for a little while uh, because it bums me out. It, it, it bums me out. And today, finally, I've decided, all right, let's have a chat about this. Uh, let's be honest with ourselves, and let's see if there's something we can do about it. Because uh, if I've learned anything about this coronavirus, it's uh, that it is the gift that keeps on giving. And while we hope to be able to return to some semblance of normalcy, this can has been kicked down the road uh, for some time, the can of normalcy. Uh, a little bit of personal experience. I remember it was mid-March. Uh, just before the earthquake hit, and I was in the newsroom. Uh, Producer Amy and I were going back and forth uh, discussing what would be on the next program, doing some research, lining up some guests. And uh, the big boss walks over and he says, hey, listen, uh, so this like COVID thing, it turns out it's going to be a bit of an annoyance for us. But uh, uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to have to kick you out of the building. Um, not a big deal. It's not going to last that long. Uh, I'm going to send an engineer over to your home. We're going to install a little bit of equipment over there, and we're going to set you up so that you can broadcast from home. It, it's precautionary. Don't worry about a thing. It's going to be over soon. Uh, it, it, my best guess, before April even hits, uh, we're all going to be back here laughing and joking about the day Corona showed up. Yeah, that was mid-March. Mid-March. Yeah. And I've told you, I've been pretty honest with you about how it's affected my mood and my attitude and my outlook. It bums me out. When you hear me talking about these great escapes uh, my wife and baby we make on the weekends, uh, it's, it's true stuff. I, I, I need the break. <laughs> and listen, I know that I you know, have a, a very comfortable situation. Uh, relatively, there are those who are going through much worse uh, situations than am I at the moment. But uh, nonetheless, you know, our own experience is relative to our own experience, and, and sometimes it bums me out. What am I talking about? Gallup. Gallup, the polling organization, each year uh, conducts a survey that looks at general U.S. satisfaction. Satisfaction with life, with the country, with the trajectory of things. Satisfaction uh, generally. And right now, U.S. satisfaction is at the lowest point it's been in nine years. It's the lowest point it's been in nine years. I bring this up just to kind of shed some light on the reality of things and that if you're bummed out, just know that (laughs) most of the rest of the country is bummed out with you. And it's with that understanding and knowledge that maybe we can take a step back uh, and, and have a laugh or at least find ways to counteract this. Interestingly, there are within, uh, within uh, that the polling, there are more uh, specific looks at different, uh, different cohorts. And oddly enough, uh, most of the decline in the mood here in the United States uh, has been occurring among Republicans. R- Republican satisfaction today, in August, is about half of what it was uh, a month ago. 
Yeah. Even with Republicans highly dissatisfied with the state of the nation, they continually uh, approve uh, of the job the president's doing. So as their uh, dissatisfaction with things goes down, their approval of the president goes up. That trend is exactly inverted for Democrats. I, I point that out just as a, an interesting aside, an interesting factoid. Uh, you got to make everything political these days, right? Is that the, those are the marching orders from the bo- no? Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll leave it out next time. Uh, but the point I wanted to make is that uh, uh, if you're bummed out. Uh, you uh, are not alone. In fact, just this very moment, got a text message from a friend of mine, too. He says, dude, COVID is bumming me out, too, my brother. Uh, uh, It's all right, Dave. We're going to get through this uh, all together. We're going to take a a quick break, an early break, uh, and then we come back, going to wrap up the show and ask you a few questions. That's coming up ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. In sticking with that theme of trying to overcome the blues we're experiencing these days, finding an escape uh, to this coronavirus and the new uh, reality it has forced us upon, there are options. There are escapes, and there is one such escape available just a short drive away. It's the Utah Olympic Park, and on the line I have Melanie Welsh to tell us all about it. Melanie, uh, first-timers to the park, where, where do you suggest they start their experience? Um, you know, I really suggest um, popping up and, and booking a jump side pass session. It's really a great way to experience a bunch of the activities. And for those that aren't really interested in doing some of the activities, we do have two museums on site um, to, to go through and feel inspired and maybe take your mind off of the stuff that's going on in the world right now um, and uh, have a little bit of positivity. Uh, we also have the freestyle shows every Saturday night through the end of this month, and they're doing a, a, a limited number of attendees, so it's a really unique special experience, and it's a great way to distance and still get some entertainment um, outside the house. What do the freestyle shows entail? What can people expect to enjoy? Yeah, so our Olympic freestyle pool, um, they go off these water ramps and pull these amazing tricks in the air, and it's all choreographed to music. So it is truly uh, a real show, and it just gets you, it makes you feel inspired and wants, wants to get outside and uh, get, take, partake in some of this exciting stuff. UtahOlympicLegacy.org is the website. Before I let you go, tell me about the bobsled rides. Oh, of course, yeah. You can't forget about that. That's our most popular activity up here, and you get to ride from the very top of our Olympic sliding track. And it is truly the ride of a lifetime and really, honestly, probably the coolest experience I think you could possibly have up here. Outstanding. Uh, well, I look forward to it. My wife and baby and I, we're always looking for some sort of escape. I think the next one on our to-do list is the Utah Park, the Olympic Park, and the information uh, available at utaholympiclegacy.org. A powerful threat calls for a greater response. Not tomorrow. Not in a few years. But right now. Some battles must be faced together. Cancer fighters stand up to cancer every day, and you can be part of this battle, too. Donate $25 or more, and you'll receive 10 American Airlines Advantage miles for every dollar you give. Visit StandUpToCancer.org slash American Airlines to learn more. Together, we can save lives. Stand Up To Cancer is a division of EIF. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to the program. Final minutes of today's episode of Live Mike. I have so enjoyed the conversations we have had today. Uh, Big ones we went through. We debated whether or not the governor should be putting in place a statewide mandate. We did that on the occasion of learning some polling results. Utahns have been asked, what do you want? Do you want a statewide mandate or do you want to be left to your own devices and follow the science the way you best see fit? And you know what? 
Utahns, they don't want a statewide mandate. The majority of folks would like either their more local government officials to decide or be left to their own devices deciding for themselves whether they wear a mask. I think that the evidence thus far has shown that we are well capable of making the right decision on that front, and time will tell uh, if we stay this course. The goal right now laid out by the governor just today, 400, 400 as the rolling seven-day average uh, for positive COVID cases. If we can get below that by September 1st, we'll be on uh, track to continue this good trajectory. If we don't, if we don't, if we're foolish about this and reckless and careless and this virus spreads, the governor says he's got one more tool in the toolbox, and that could be a statewide mandate. All right. That's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to listen back to any of the segments on today's program, kslnewsradio.com or wherever you download your podcasts, have a listen. Time for me now to step aside and make way for the great Jeff Kaplan here.